With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. A word from our sponsor, Von Seger Designs is a small Nebraska custom woodworking business making hand-burned customized wood pieces to be a statement in any room. Working with clients every step of the way, from hand-selecting the wood to customizing the design Von Segrin Designs, makes the process as smooth as possible. Specializing in items from themed bar carts and tables to cutting boards and signs so that you can show your team pride all year round. Show your Husker support in a unique and functional way. When you work with Von Segrin Designs, you support small businesses throughout the region. Allow Von Segrin Design to create a custom fresh hand burned piece wood for your home or business. You can link up with them at V-O-N-S-E-G-G-E-R-D-N-E-S-I-1 and at V-O-N-S-E-G-G-E-R-N underscore designs. So check them out on Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram as well. Uh, Go Big Red and uh, let's start the podcast. to throw down toward the goal line going up ball tipping the touchdown Jordan Westerkamp Nebraska wins the game on the final play of the contest oh baby option far side back to throw is Martinez now being chased throws it out a flat Burkhead makes a catch sits a tackle 25-20 Rex Burkhead touchdown Nebraska Hi, Drake. Drake, what's up, bud? Oh, not much, buddy. How are you? Just fabulous. Just fabulous. You know, I get what are you be... laughing at, Fitz? What are you laughing at? <laughs> We're a little testy already, aren't we? We just fucking started. We're 22 seconds in. I know. Fitz <laughs> is a little hungover from that wedding last night and, and giving me the side eye like I did something wrong. I mean, we're I'm not. Just, I'm just. I'm happy to be here because via Twitter it sounded like I was being replaced by Will Compton. So I'm just going to enjoy this last uh, these last few podcast moments I have and um, try to try to take what take what's mine and and get out of here. I guess. Well, I guess yeah, you can take the logo. That's the about details. it. But yeah, we're still working on the details about how much he has to pay us to come on. So it's a negotiation thing with our lawyer Dan Lust. Yeah, shout out to Dan. Yeah, Dan, this shout-out to you, buddy, free advertising, our favorite lawyer. Anyway, um, Fifth, what's up? How are you today? 
You just got shit on by Drake, so how are you? I am doing fantastic. I'm uh, ready to to chat about whatever you tell us we're going to talk about. Well, perfect. You're in in charge, and you always let us know that. That's true. I run this shit show. Wink, wink. Anyway, it is the next installment of the big picture scripture, the Wisconsin Badgers. Let's talk some shit, boys. Did you know they have a 13-year-old running back that ran for a million yards last year? Okay, Um, okay, stop. Shut up. Shut up. He's 14. He's 14. Time out. I I I currently have an article pulled up, and the first sentence is previewing Wisconsin's offense, led by eighteen-year-old sophomore. Can can we get beyond this? Apparently also, not, because I thought also, he was built like want, a twenty-five-year-old man. I I also want to see a birth certificate. I'm not saying there's any little league World Series stuff going on here, but. Oh, it's definitely a bench warmer situation. I am yeah. 12. It looks like Adrian Peterson running behind that line. That's how big that kid is. There's no way he's 18 years old. I'm I'm, I'm demanding a birth certificate. Uh, At this point, yeah, I'd kind of like to see one too because there's just no fucking way that he is 18 years old. But uh, absolutely one of the best running backs in the Big Ten. Um, once he got his start, craziest thing was he wasn't – He, I think he was – third or fourth on the depth chart uh to start the season off yeah i don't think he had i don't think he had more than 10 carries in the first four games yeah that's what i thought he was uh he was sparingly used and then once they found out oh shit this kid could run i I think it was when the uh clemson transfer Chaz maluzzi i think that's how you pronounce his last name um got injured uh then he really got his 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 you know carries and fuck the kid just just really took off it's it's pretty insane what he was able to do as a uh 17 year old freshman okay so that's the first time you're hearing that 12 touchdowns last year 1268 yards on 186 carries that's i mean that's a part-time back at best in the big 10 with the amount of carries he got well and to put up those but that's the that's the thing and i don't know we can get kind of back on the on the normal track here in a second but that's what Wisconsin does, though. They take running back A, running back B, and running back not sure, quite sure who it's going to be or what you're going to get from them, but it always produces, which leads us, you know, it's going to take us down the line later in the in the in this episode of what is that offense going to look like, though. So we'll have, you know, when we get to that, that's going to be the interesting part of, you know, is his talent compete in the Big Ten West and com- try to get back to Indianapolis. Because uh, it's been it's been a few years for them, so yeah. Good. I was just going to ask where where you wanted to go, so go. Well, I was I was just going to say, you know, as we break in break this down, as I think of Wisconsin for you know as long as we've been in the the Big Ten, there's a couple things that they're always going to have, right? And you know they're going to have they're going to have a tight end that for whatever reason causes Nebraska fits, even if they do it to nobody else. Or a fullback. I'll, I'll throw fullback and tight end into that. You're not a couple of mean guys on defense at linebacker and defensive line that it doesn't matter if they lost that guy the year before. They just reloaded. It doesn't matter. So, you know, I was thinking about how I was going to break them down. And as I look into it, you know, they're, they're losing two key linebackers. But I'm not worried about them losing production because historically they haven't. Yeah, I mean – 
Let's let's here. Let's start on the offensive side of the ball, and we'll go defense after that. I mean, there's just so much to break yeah. down with this team and the amount of changes that they've had this off season. Um, we've talked about Braylon Allen. Obviously, we're going to keep talking about that kid because he's he's a freak. But on the offensive side of the ball alone, there's four new coaches, a, a brand new OC, running back coach, offensive line coach, and then tight end coach. That's a lot to change in one off season. Nebraska should know, and. Um, we're kind of just giving them the benefit of the doubt that things are going to click. I, I guess I understand Wisconsin's track record, but you're getting a completely unproven offensive coordinator in Bobby Ingram, who has never called plays at any level. Um, he's been a wide receiver coach with the Ravens, and I believe he worked with quarterbacks, I thought, at Wisconsin last year, I read. Um, but that's a big bump to OC. I think it's going to be Chris calling the plays, and it's almost a Lubick situation like Frost down here. You're a figurehead. Huh? That, that's how I'm looking at it. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but I feel like he's brought in as kind of a figurehead. Hey, work with the wide receivers, and that's your kind of title thing. What do you guys think? Well, he doesn't – he comes up with a game plan, so, so to speak, but Wisconsin never does anything too far away from the, the, the middle. Um, you know they're going to run the ball. They led the. They were second in the Big Ten in rushing last year. Freshman All American. We already talked about, um, and the senior uh, transfer from Clemson, as you mentioned. But they're they're not just going to be an an offensive juggernaut throwing the ball. Um, they, and so they want to be. They want to be. They're they, trying to be a deep shot team. But do well, they have we'll, the pieces? We'll, well, I was going to say we can get there in a little bit, unless you want to just go there now. They have nothing in the wide receiver room. I mean, and I'm not – it's not – yes, do they have players, of course. Do they have scholarship players? Yeah, they do. But is there a name that is going to strike fear in the opposing defenses as of today, June 26th? No. There isn't There isn't that guy. I mean, I'm not even going to use Ohio State as a comparison because that's just not even fair with their wide receivers. But there isn't, there isn't those of – Iowa, there isn't a Keegan Johnson. Well, on you don't Wisconsin have a like roster. a, Qu- a Quintez not... Cephas of, last, no. of a few years ago from Wisconsin. You don't have no. a, a Ferguson either at tight end. Like you don't now, have those right. guys. Do you have what's the what's the receiver's name that was was there probably fifteen or sixteen years? Uh, just caught a lot of passes. Ab- Aberderis, Jared Aberderis, yeah, I believe. Jared Aber- Aberderis. Yeah, so he might be back at, at age forty three. Um, Look at his ninth again, year of eligibility. Can we get just, Eric Hag back in there to cover him? <laughs> so I, but it's just so again, Paul Christ offense. Paul Christ offense looked a lot like every other offense in in front of it, right? They're going to utilize the tight end. They're gonna they're gonna do some drags. They're gonna hit some outs. They're gonna and you said it though. They're inside outside run and and do that you know thirty five times a game. Um, is that enough to is that enough to contend, Drake? For for them, it, it seems like it always is, right? Um, you know that. In my opinion, it always kind of seemed like, hey, if we can slow down the running game, we don't have to stop it. If we slow it down, we have a shot. And last year, we didn't even really slow it down that well, and we still had a shot with a busted up quarterback. At the same week, we fired our whole offensive best shot. If we're able to slow it down a little bit. I have no faith in Graham Mertz as a Wisconsin's quarterback to make plays when the game's on the line. If we can shut down that tight end drag route that has 
or the little fullback flare that has killed us the last couple of years along with that running game i think we have i think we have a very good shot to go go get this one finally that we've been on the fringe of and we need yeah i think this is definitely the year that if they can take it from wisconsin they do just due to the fact that I think Nebraska is bringing in a lot of firepower. Wisconsin's not. That doesn't mean that Wisconsin can't um, coach guys up or, or you know get something out of the rooms that they have. They just don't have anything proven there. Granted, same thing with Nebraska. But I just think the caliber of guys Nebraska is bringing in is a little bit higher. But Wisconsin's got that culture in place. They know what they want to do. They've, they've, they've got the back. They've got the line. Well, here's the thing about their culture, right? Like, this is something that I think is super interesting that a lot, a lot of people aren't calling out. Wisconsin's new offensive line coach is hired internally, but he's a, he was last year's linebackers coach. I'm curious into how that changes the offensive line and what they're able to do. Do they miss a step because this guy's been coaching defense lately? Or do they get a little bit meaner? Who knows? You've got you've got three returning guys coming, you know, three returning guys coming back. You've got eight scholarship offensive linemen in that room, all of which are four and five stars. So he has it's not like he's great question. Can he can he get those guys ready to play at the level that is Wisconsin offensive line football? Um, what Coach Christ wants them to do. Again, I mean, it's very similar to the offensive coordinator. If if they just do what they're supposed to do, probably works, and they're going to be lauded for it. Um, but but it's not like they're he's not coming in and changing anything that they're not going to all of a sudden switch from a zone running scheme to this or you know I don't think they're they're doing any of that. It's like next guy these guys off though or. Does that keep them where it's been? What two thousand was it sixteen? Maybe the last time they were in Indianapolis. So it's 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 been a while. They they do enough. They're they're always there, knocking on the door of the Big Ten West. But are they going to be able to take the hump this year? So we know that their offensive line is always going to be strong. We we just established the wide receiver room is is less than formidable right now. Running back is very good. Um, so that leaves us with uh, Mr. Mertz at quarterback. Does he enough that the running game can kind of carry things? That's a good question. W- one thing real quick, since we were talking about the offensive line coach, I was, or yeah, the offensive line coach, I was questioning that as well because like Drake said, he was an inside linebackers coach previously um, in, in an internal hire or promotion, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he has coached line for 30 years, which was, for me to make the change from an offensive line coach to a linebacker coach, uh, to me that's kind of a stretch. I mean, it can it can be done if you're if you're a coach. I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, uh, thirty years of coaching in in all levels of the uh, college football as well as pro. I mean, it's impressive what yeah. he's done. But um, like you said, what are they going to look like? How are they going to come out? Are they going to come out? I don't want to say timid, but are they going to come out all hands firing like normal? Or what are we going to get out of them? I expect them to be what they are, and I expect 200 yards against Nebraska. But that doesn't mean that can't be 200 yards and a loss this year. Um, but to what you were bringing up, Fitz, Mertz, what do you guys feel like about that dude? Because to me, he's an enigma. I can't figure that out. Ten, ten touchdowns, eleven interceptions. 
Uh, I, I know led, a quarterback with those kind of numbers. Led the Big Ten, and here you go to add to it. I think he led the Big Ten in fumbles or was close, and we know somebody who may have been the lead of that cat. You know, a couple different things. There's only so you know. There's only so many ways that you can say the same thing, and one of those ways is: Can he limit kind of the backbreaking play? Can he limit that costly turnover? You know, inside the the thirty, um, not even the red zone, but inside the thirty. Is he the guy that you know wants to be wants to be a playmaker? Tries to do something, and again, very similar to to what you know Husker fans have seen over the last four years. Um, if he can take a step forward, he was just under 60% completion, not a ton of yards on like 11 or 1200 maybe, but if he can, if he can improve that efficiency, so the balls that he's throwing are getting completed, maybe stretch that out another, you know, let's say 400 yards and just, you know, so another, you know, 40, 40 yards or so per game that that's something to, to, to deal with. I just don't know if he's the guy. Um, they're going to go with him. You know they're going to go with him. I, yeah. I you, He's got to be penciled in right now as the starter. Um, you know, kind of like what we had with Iowa last week. Is there – I don't – there's not a name that I would know behind him that's saying, hey, look at – you. look what they're going to have for the next three or four years. Maybe it's there. Um, but you know it's going to be Mertz. What, uh, what, uh, what do you guys think? Good? I, enough? Bad? Whatever? I don't – Oh man, I don't. I don't think Mertz is good enough to get him over the next hump. They they have to upgrade in other places. Um, and I think with the ability for them to have three backs this year instead of just Braylon Allen down the stretch, that offense might get a little bit stronger just because it's not, not all Braylon Allen. But yeah, no Mertz. I I still can't believe he beat out Jack Cohen, who transferred to Notre Dame. I. I cannot understand that. I don't know what they see. It's bad teams in games against them because he doesn't make a play when it's needed ever. Like he doesn't make a big play that leads to a score that I can remember ever. And you know, he's 50, 50 over on the turnover ball. It's going to be close. Do you guys think any quarterback, maybe that's not fair to Chris, but his quarterbacks have always done pretty well wins and loss wise. Do you think Mertz is too much outside of the realm of what they've had up there to be able to fit in that scheme? He's a more athletic guy. Do you think he's – does that make sense? Team is run first, right? They're going to do play action run pass. Run second, yeah. Play action pass. They're going to incorporate the tight end. Um, I they, they want it. I think they want to get him out, and they've always wanted to get their quarterbacks out on the edges a little bit, but be that – I just – I don't know if he's talented enough to be that to be that guy. Um, I'm just. When was the last time that Wisconsin and and maybe Mertz is the guy? I'm just I'm not remembering correctly that they've had a guy who they who they recruited who came on and and he's you know been there playing maybe sophomore, junior, and senior year. They've they seem to have kind of gone down that transfer. Uh, portal method for quarterback um you know you can go far back as russell wilson um it, i mean it just kind of seems like that was the first of many 
Um, and maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't know if, if they're still constantly looking for that guy that's going to come in and say, hey, let's let's use you for a year or two, and, and you're you're the difference of, of getting over the hump. I don't know. But, again, Mertz isn't, Mertz isn't that player. It almost seems to me that quarterback is, you know, for for over a decade has been an afterthought for that program. Um, I mean, they brought in Alan Everidge when he transferred from K-State years ago i mean before chris it just seems and they're not really ever asking a lot of the quarterbacks they just kind of struck gold when they did take on russell wilson who made them elite i think the biggest fall off from this team over the last five or six years is that defense has gotten weaker the defense is not elite like it has been and that's silly they're not the quarterback same as they always have been take out russell wilson and maybe a guy or two there yeah, I mean the quarterback position in Wisconsin is what it is for the most part. Like you guys said, yeah. it's it's run, it's run, it's possibly run, it's it's possibly a draw, or it's possibly a, you know a quarter or a tight end leak or fullback leak out of the backfield. You're not going to go five wide for the most part. Spread everybody out and do it. That's just not what they're built on. That's that's not the principles of Wisconsin football. And I get it because Nebraska football and the blah 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 blah. That's how they were built. That's how Wisconsin's built. It's a beautiful way to do it. They break your will. And they're yeah. not going to give up on that, which is fabulous. I just, kind of to the point that you guys are saying, can Mertz manage that offense and not shoot himself in the foot if if he's got drives going the way that they should be? Can he not make and the I mistake? I tell you too, Zach, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. As much as I hate Wisconsin, I appreciate how dedicated they are to running that ball between the tackles even if it's not working because eventually it does and that's something that you know we've seen where we bail out on things that aren't working early and they stay committed so um as much again as much as i hate them i i do appreciate that about that staff yeah i mean you'll i mean obviously iowa and wisconsin are both rivals in nebraska but i'm not going to shit on them for their style of play because their style of play works for the players they've got and it's it's a winning formula for them. Nebraska hasn't yeah. found that winning formula. No. Um, well, and the reluctancy to change also falls back on the quarterback because they've got a fifth-year player in Chase Wolf, who's the number two, and they didn't even they reluct they didn't play him last year. Um, so if if Mertz struck when Mertz struggled last year and Wolf wasn't placed into the game or, or moved as, into a starter for one game or anything like that, they're not going to do it this year. I mean, Mertz is coming back again for another year. I mean, that's right now it's, it's ride and die with, with Mertz. And, um, you know, the rest of the it's, – it's, it, Zach, you mentioned it last week with Iowa that, you know, Iowa fans and others are elated that Scott Frost got another year. Um, Husker fans and other teams are, are excited that uh, Brian Ferens is coming back, and anybody that plays Wisconsin is going to be happy to see Graham Mertz taking snaps under center when they when they play him. So until they're willing to to try something different or change it, unless they you know and they might not have anybody else, it's you're going to get the same old same old. So so you know yeah, as know. as we as we look now at you know so the wide just in, to recap we know what Mertz is at quarterback offensive line is is probably the strength of the entire team um with probably one b running back which isn't a nice which is a nice pairing i would take that all day um yeah. 
generally they don't have you know it's it's not a they've got a tight end who's serviceable there's usually a guy that catches just enough balls can be a disruptor pretty good in the red zone um what about the the other side of the ball then we we touched on it a little bit earlier what does the defense do this year let's let's work at the let's just go through the levels let's start with defensive line what are you guys thinking about wisconsin's defensive line prowess this season I mean, can you ever really say that that if, if the entire time Nebraska has been the Big Ten, Wisconsin's always had a strong defensive line. I think that's going to hold through again this year um, just because they pretty much farm those guys to be prepared in that system and ready to go. I, I think they're going to be – I think – spoiler – I think the, that defense is going to be a lead again. I think it's going to be a top 15 defense. So I think that defensive line is going to ball out this year especially at the nose tackle position. Uh, I think they've got a nose tackle there named Keenan um, Benton, who's an absolute just – he should have been an NFL pick last year. He stayed for his senior year. So it's just going to be an absolute problem at least. Uh, to run against that defensive line, can you pass against them though? I, I think you'll be able to get there or you know be able to get the time as long as your front five can hold up really. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I know what who who's gonna be where on that defense. I'll, I'll be honest; I have no idea. What I do know is that defense just consistently reloads, and on the defensive line, they're they're they always create the pass rush. The one thing I feel, and this could just be anecdotal evidence, that's I've always felt like we we can have success on the back end of that defense if we can just stand up that D-line a little bit longer than we have. Well, yeah. and they're, they're running their 3-4. Their you already you already mentioned uh, Benton uh, as, the, as the cog in that, in that wheel. You know, can he – does he have the durability? Um, he didn't go through all of spring practices, it appears, you know, and it could have just been a little bit of maintenance. Um you know, but if he's if he's the guy that needs to stand up in that three four snaps, then they're going to be better off for it. Uh, they're already filling in a couple places with with the two deep coming into the season. So um, the the strength of that line obviously goes through him. And if he if he can if he can do a good job, then the, the pieces around him are going to be even better. Um, it's so and he's a good player, and that's you know it's nice to have that type of, of guy. They just need to make sure that there's. Uh, a guy behind him, maybe two guys behind him, that can come in and maintain the level of play, so it's not as big of a drop off uh, when he's not able to go. Yeah, they always have those big fucking gritty guys up front that just are mean and you can't run against. I mean, that's just Wisconsin football there. Um, so I think the line's going to be fine. Let's let's move to the second level, the linebackers. They lost a lot on the defense. Um, they lost, I believe, one was an all-Big Ten, one was an all-American uh, linebacker each. But they do return Nate Herbig, who is an absolute stud off that edge. Probably one of the better ones they've had, I think, with what he's able to do. Um, I just don't know if they've got anything on the other side that's able to give a... Um, so you can't double-team Herbig every, every time, because... He's a guy right now that's that's that immediate edge rusher, but I don't know. I just don't know what else you're getting out of that linebacker core, just with having a. Rep- you look at things individually. 
um, and, then, and then on the defensive side of the ball, they were ranked number one nationally total defense, run defense last year, and most of them are gone. That's not so I mean, great, Fitz. No, I know, and that's the that's the crazy part. But what do we what do we know? Here here will come in some freshman stud linebacker from Whitefish, you know, Wisconsin, and just is a total stud. They there's always there's always a linebacker or two that find their find their way to being a national. They are as far as the coaching changes. One guy that's been there a while, Jim Leonard. He's a good. He's a good coach. He's a good defensive coach. How the fuck is he still at Wisconsin? How? How has no one fired him away? Is he the? Is he the? Is he the Venables of 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 Wisconsin? Just doesn't want to go. Doesn't want to go until the right thing opens up. Maybe the right thing is Wisconsin here in the next few years. Well, that's what um, I'm wondering. Is it? Is he wait until Chris leaves? I mean, I, I I'm pretty sure he's a Wisconsin grad, and that's why he went back yeah. there to be the D coordinator. But I just. Man, there's a lot of opportunities out there that I think would jump in a heartbeat. I mean, Dan Lanning got the Oregon job. You're gonna tell? Come on now. I honestly, yeah. I'm pretty sure that Jim Leonard's a better D coordinator than Lanning is. Well, and we're gonna see we're gonna see that this year because he's gonna have to do some some tricks. He's best out of those guys. There's you know they're not gonna they're not gonna be preseason rated as high defensively as they finished. We know that, but. Can he get them back up to top twenty in both those categories, which would be a great place? But you know, if they're only top, two, and that's the thing, their defense kept them in. Some, you know, it, for me, him taking the next steps would be big as the as that defensive coach. You know, he's probably there's some some language in the contract. I think it's whenever I don't know if they're completely tied together, but whenever Paul, Chris, Wisconsin, and Walgreens contracts are up. Um, it might be Leonard's turn, and maybe he goes. Maybe he goes with Coles for the hats and the shirts. Maybe he goes to to CVS. I don't. You know that that's another conversation. Going with the high class stuff up there, huh? Well, you know, it's it's the ooh, look at this hat. I'll wear this for the game. You know, we we've got some Adidas type gear we can get. You know, this is this is good. I wanna I wanna look like I've never coached before. So. Um, <laughs> Good look for him. <laughs> no, it definitely fits at least. So that's that's great. Um, what do we got? DBs. They're losing a shit ton there too. A three-year and a four-year starter at cornerback. Yeah, you know, I Zach, I'm gonna. I think the defense is still gonna be, you know, upper half of the Big Ten, but I do think it takes a big step back this year just because of the lack of experience on that back end. It's fair. Um, it is fair. I'm just going to, and I hope you're right. I really do. Um, and I hope I'm wrong here by saying this. I, I think they're going to be in another top 15 unit. I don't know how, and I don't know why I think that. I just, I'm not going to doubt Well, it's Leonard. a safe bet. They're always there. I mean, I mean yeah. It, it's, it is a safe bet. I, I, I really hope you were right this year um, that they're not. But, damn, just Leonard is a hell of a coach. I mean, he seems to dial up the right plays at the right times, and, he he is. I mean, I honestly thought he was the top defense coordinator in football last year. I know Phil Parker fans are going to bitch at me for that. I don't care. I still think Leonard was a better D coordinator last year. Uh, granted, he had a talented team, but still, yeah. I think he's probably the best D coordinator in fo- in college football. Well, let's. I don't, and I don't know the answer to this. He's a he is a good coordinator, but there is there something going on because the they lost a lot, right? We yeah. know that we've established that. The 
the two safeties at starters are both redshirt seniors. And if you look at the you look at the other candidates projected depth chart in a way, like it's one maybe redshirt junior, and then it's down to freshmen and sophomores. I'm just trying to figure out, and I know they're not the only school, but that gap of where where have they gone? Is it is it injuries? Is it guys trans? And, and they don't lose a ton to transfers. They don't bring a ton in either. Um, very very similar to Iowa in that regard. We've seen that, but I'm just trying to figure out where a lot of these maybe sophomore juniors are that. Are we gonna are we gonna hear about him later during the season and they they take the step up? Um, you know, Blaylock has been injured. Um, not maybe might not be a hundred percent by the oh. time the season starts. Who's who's gonna be there for him? So, um, Fish, that's, how many of those guys were third year sophomores? Did you get into that at all? Um, at quick glance, I mean, just uh, and I'm just talking for safeties, right? So the backup, the backup, one of the two backups could be a sophomore. Another projected backup is a redshirt freshman. And then you've got other guys, but it's like redshirt junior, sophomore, and then a lot of freshmen and redshirt freshmen. There's, and, you know, and, and it's, that's, it's interesting to me because yeah. if, if you go from, you know, Nebraska's seen that too. A lot of teams have, but if you lose that 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 veteran guy, do you have the next next guy up mentality to replace that? I just don't know if they do. Um, I know you guys are Zach for sure was 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 really high on their defense kind of maintaining. I I don't know if they can. I I don't see. I I think, and we'll get in once we get into the schedule here in a little bit. I just don't know if this is. This is the year that you know Wisconsin can bounce back and main and be as good as they were last year when they probably shouldn't have been as good as they were. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a telling year to see what they can come out with and just if they are a reload team or a rebuild team at this point. Um, I thought they were a reload team with what they've done, but have they lost so much to the point that? they may become the rebuild at this point so um that's kind of where i'm at with that uh you brought up schedule let's jump into it yeah before we do uh, because i i just know the information and the feedback that i get um you know and you guys might not see it it's it's partly intentional uh they do return some some specialists uh they've got a a kicker with a, a strong leg he just needs to increase his increase his accuracy so it'll be It'll be a little bit interesting if the if if the way they played last year, if their offense sputters, you know, and they're they're in those you know thirteen to ten games, uh, the it's it's going to be important. So uh, the kicking segment was brought to you by. All right, back to you, Zach. Hey, Will Compton. Um, so that's what you're competing high here. You just got to uh, not mention kickers, and you do that, and we'll be fine. Um. <laughs> Thank you, thank you so much for that, Fitz. That's just fabulous. I, have, I knew you'd I knew you'd appreciate it. I knew somehow. Is it Gaglioni or whatever still there kicking? Uh, you're you're close. It's Calvaruso. Um, boys, you got the schedule pulled up, or you just want me to tell you the games? I got it up. All right. I like how we're prepared. Fitz probably isn't, but that's okay. Let's get it started. Illinois State. Uh, do we even need to ask that one? Oh, no. Okay, perfect. I'm, I'm glad. W. All right. Is it going to be a 3 nothing game with the field goal kicker kicking it as time expires, Fitz? Your wet dream? Hey, it, could, it could be. And when all of our listeners know who that is, you're welcome. 
your um game no, yeah they are no longer the uh pat i don't know they're they they don't scare me like they used to they're not the the angry pirates of mike leach anymore yeah they they don't spread it and chuck it around and they don't have a running back that catches 100 balls a year so i'm i'm going wisconsin pretty heavy there in and camp randall 2 30 yeah. in the afternoon i'm take i'm taking wisconsin do you think the stadium will be over half full for that game? Yes, I do. Okay, that that was going to be my bet for that game. Is what they fill it by right? by halftime or third quarter though, because they fill in late and leave early. That's usually well. That would be a great game to do it at. Uh, New Mexico State, the Aggies. Yep. All right. I'm g- glad we got an answer to hey, that one. Keep in mind, keep in mind here. <laughs> going going back to the Wazoo game. That is the Wisconsin Hall of Fame day. So that stadium is going to be packed. And maybe Wazoo comes in with a chip on their shoulder. From what? Something that Bill Moose did seven years ago? or Probably fucked up their budget, too. But you said Wazoo would have a chip on their shoulder. I'm trying to figure out what yeah, kind of chip anytime, this is. Anytime you walk into somebody else's house and it's a day they're celebrating, aren't you extra amped like senior night? Fitz, don't so, you want to ruin um, someone's homecoming? day? Yeah, fuck you, Fitz. No, we established we established last week that Northwestern is everyone's homecoming this year. So, oh, yeah, you didn't listen yeah. to that episode, Drake. <clears throat> yeah, you 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 mentioned New Mexico West. State for Game Three, right? That's Game Three, correct, Amun? We we know for a fact that New Mexico State's best player Isaiah Garcia Castaneda is now on the Huskers. So I don't know if they'll have as much firepower to uh, come into Camp Randall. Uh, either for for what looks to be the third straight home game for Wisconsin. So, but uh, I'm going to give yeah. uh, Wisconsin the the I'm going to give Wisconsin the edge over New Mexico State an edge by like 17. I'm glad you're how, giving how them that one. How about Wisconsin's non-con with n- not even an away game, no neutral site? <coughs> every oh shit! Game brand. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's a it's an SEC off. Is the Citadel on here and? We'd have a bingo. Yeah, I was gonna say if they if they play Colgate like the week before Thanksgiving, that would be about it. That would yeah. match it, make it perfect. We'd have an SEC Alabama bingo card right here. Now the closest oh, thing look. we got is this next game. It's oh look, they find the football team at the Ohio State Buckeyes. Trademarked, trademarked the trademarked the yeah. It's fucking good on them. <laughs> well, uh, what y'all got? Got a loss there. What you? To demolish that patch together secondary for Wisconsin. I, I think I think Ohio State rolls. Uh, I I think was I, I no not Wisconsin. I think Ohio State will win it. The Ohio State will win it. I think it'll be. I don't know. I'll say it'll be a three touchdown game. They'll well, keep it close. It's in Columbus. Yep. It's a three touchdown game is close. I, I think so with, with that uh, team that they've got. But let's really get into this breakdown, though, here, Drake. What's uh, Ohio State celebrating that day, and what chip would Wisconsin have on their shoulder? Please go ahead. Well, I'm actually thinking that might end up being a college game day day, personally. I could see it. Both teams coming in undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> undefeated. 3-0 and Wisconsin, Pork and Mindy. Your next one. No, nothing special that day in Wisconsin, in Ohio State, except for maybe college game day fits. 
Thank you. Stats, yeah, no stats and info, stats and info, Drake. We appreciate it. He's the bear. He's our bear here. Uh, Illinois. What y'all got? The fighting Brent Bielema's. I mean, you, the edge goes to Wisconsin, right? Um, it's in in Wisconsin. Well, I, I should say this week and be... next week they play the state of Illinois, so they got Illinois and then West, Northwestern. Yeah, I wouldn't be totally shocked if Illinois pulled off an upset. I, I'm not counting on it, but so I'm giving I'm giving it to Wisconsin. But don't color me shocked if they end up blowing that one. Much as the, both teams really like to hit, they like to make it ugly. Um, uh, that is, Illinois Wisconsin game, as you guys know where this is heading, is definitely going to come down to special teams. Um, so I'm going to give the nod to Wisconsin in that game. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I, I have not seen I have not seen a look like that that, that Zach just gave through the t through the uh, computer screen in a long Zach, long time. Zach looks possessed right now. <laughs> well, I can't help it. Kickers aren't you people. You look like a Randy. You look like a video I just saw of Randy Quaid on Twitter with like rainbow lights flashing in his face while he's talking about the end of the world. Yeah, that was no, that was me. That wasn't Randy Quaid. So thank you for uh, thinking we look alike, though. Yeah, no problem. I don't know. So <laughs> Wisconsin's so Wisconsin's four and one heading into uh, Northwestern, right? Yeah, I've got them five and zero, oh, but yeah, four and one, five and zero. Oh. Uh, then Northwestern. How do you, didn't you say Ohio State wins? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, no shit. Forgot my own pick there. Math is hard. Math is not my friend. Uh, Wisconsin does beat Northwestern though. Yeah. Um, how about this one? Michigan State at the Spartans. Plus. That's a that's gonna be a that's a good game. I'm gonna give it to Mich- Michigan State. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the fighting No, I'm gonna take Wisconsin there. Oh well that's you know, we can all have opinions, you're wrong. Uh Purdue, what do we got? Homecoming for Wisconsin, I'm taking Purdue. Purdue, Purdue always gets one upset a year that they have no business getting. Last yeah, it's, year it's was Iowa. Iowa. I'm taking. I'm going to take Purdue as well. I think they're going to be a little bit more formidable than than people are giving them credit for in the summer right now. Um, so let's uh, let's go with Purdue and, and subject to changing my mind later. I got to pick Purdue to be right on my uh, uh, season total for Wisconsin, so I'm going to go with uh, Purdue just to make me right. Uh, Maryland and Wisconsin it is at Wisconsin. Whiskey. I'm gonna go Maryland. Every day. Upset. I I'm going with Wisconsin, but Maryland for a few years it's usually early. They pull off an upset that they have no business getting. I mean, they got Texas back to back years. Um, I'm I'm leaning Wisconsin again. Don't. I wouldn't be surprised if it flips. Yeah, it, I think it's just Maryland's got athletes all over the place, and they could do some some pretty good things. Yeah. And uh, Tagovailoa, there we go. Back another year more experience with some explosive Are you guys sure it's out not, there. Not tug. Tagovailoa. I don't know. Yeah. I can barely tug. read, so <laughs> I see what you did there. That's a jerk off joke. <laughs> um, next one. <laughs> We've got the Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh, as much as I hate to say it, I'm I'm going Iowa here. 
It's at Kinnick. Kinnick. Oh, it's I'm going Iowa here, definitely. I Iowa. Fuck That's man. gonna be a night game. They don't lose night games. No, not in Kinnick. Um There's no there's no way that's not a night game with the next week being us yeah. on at you know, the eleven thirty time slot. Yep, I think that'll be the big game for the week. So we all got Iowa there. The Nebraska Cornhuskers. What do you guys got? Got Nebraska winning that one. Fitzgerald. Uh, Lost for Wisconsin. Oh, I guess we're all going to be picking the same again here. We got Nebraska here picking or winning that. And then the final game, uh, the... Row, 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 the PJ Flex. The new and improved PJ Flex. Who do you guys got? It's That's a hard one because, and, you know, we'll eventually get to Answer, to Mother Minnesota. Flecker. Okay, okay, here you go. Here, I'm, oh, by, I'm gonna, by all means, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to go Minnesota. But with the caveat that Wisconsin is going to win two of the three flip games so wisconsin's gonna win two out of the three of purdue maryland and minnesota i picked purdue i'm also gonna take minnesota here but i i think i think out of those three wisconsin gets two i have them at eight and four for the total i'm i'm right there looking at eight and four but both of them could be struggling mightily at the end of the season. You could, you know, be competing for for something. Um, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with Wisconsin, almost in an upset. I think by then it's gonna be a little bit of an upset, um, but it keeps them at that win. Keeps them at eight and four. I don't think they throw the ball more than ten times that game. Just to add a little twist on that, I don't. I think they run that ball forty plus times. So Who's between the X the, factor in that game for you guys? What's that? Who's the X factor player in that game for you? For fifteen year old, fifteen year old running backs yeah. from Minnesota. I, it's to God damn, it's so close. How good Braylon Allen is and Mo Ibram. If he can come back and bounce back healthy from that Achilles, that might be the best running back in the Big Ten, at least top two. Yeah, that could be like a that could be like an under two hour game. Illinois. Oh yeah, just I, yeah. Run that's clock. the yeah. It would not surprise me if both of them are lining up eight and nine offensive linemen and just running the ball the whole damn game. Yep, exactly. Wasn't it the Iowa? Was it the Illinois picture last year when it was yeah. just a quarterback, a running back, and just a wall of orange with their? It just as it, long hey as I long as you know that beautiful. No, but as long as you know what front that their defense is running, you yeah. have a chance. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, even or odd. That's that's what we got, boys. It still hurts me to say that today. Anyway, yeah. uh, let's let's wrap this bitch up. Um, any final thoughts on the Wisconsin Badgers for the year? Uh, hot take for Wisconsin. Graham Mertz is not the starter by the time they play Nebraska. Wow. Wow. If, if too bad this whole thing wasn't recorded, we could come back and check that. Um, it's been a good test run here. No, um, it's a good – you're probably right, though. I, I – now you tell me you tell me about three or four games into the season you can probably name who that might be too. Yeah. Um, that would be pretty interesting. I think I think Wisconsin's going to struggle. Questions um, about Paul Chris' job during the yeah. season. That's my I, that's my take. 
Yeah, and I should also add that I don't think it's a coach's decision why Mertz is taken out. I, you know, he's had a little bit of an injury bug because he is a high risk, high reward guy. And I think it's going to catch up to him. Unfortunately, I, I don't hope anybody gets hurt. I just, something about all the changes with that team and how much they're going to have to lean on him to get them to the next level. I, I, I see some unfortunate things happening. Yep. Um, I think I'll go with my out there pick. Uh, it's what I said earlier. I think that defense is another top 15 unit. Um, and unfortunately, I think Braylon Allen might be the truth back there. So sucks to say that, but is what it is. Um, Braylon. No, I will not make that my call right now because he's not going to get anything against Nebraska. So that game's not going to count. Zach, Zach here for Braylon Ad, Ad, Allen for Heisman. Today, Junior. Youngest youngest player to win the Heisman ever at the age of 12. 12-year-old Heismans, boys. Yeah. All, All right, right boys. let's wrap this one up for Fitz, for Drake, Zach here. Take care, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Members of the congregation, let's raise our Kool-Aid filled glasses and drink to all the things that were, are, and forever will be Nebraska Cornhuskers. Go Big Red. <laughs>